I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. Hey everybody, this week Donnie is not here again, but I am here with my mom, Cindy. Hi everybody. My mom is an OG listener of the podcast. I am. And also probably the reason I do all this stuff. I think I realized maybe when I was in high school that like not everyone else's houses are decorated <laughs> like this. Right, yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, I used to think it was super normal that like your house was really decorated and that as a kid you would pick a theme for your bedroom and then your mom would just like do it. Um, you could be like, I want it to look like candy is spilling out of a gumball machine into my bed and your mom would be like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I do believe you were spoiled in that sense. Yeah, that's very not- much. That's not everyone's experience, it turns out. Yeah. So I wanted to do this episode to talk about your experiences designing things and how those have rubbed off on me and my experiences designing things. Mm -hmm. Because you've always decorated your houses, right? Always, always, yeah. My dad was a master carpenter, and I have always, for some reason, loved color and loved painting. You love color. I love color. <laughs> and he taught us at a very, very young age that if we wanted to paint our room, we could do so. But he would teach us how to do it the first time. And then any other time that we wanted to do it, we had to do it by ourselves. So I learned a lot in that process, um, especially picking colors and then changing your mind and going over it. So for instance, when I was about 12, I picked a very deep purple and for some reason wanted bright (laughs) yellow blotches all over it. Mm. And he told me if you pattern over paint, when you paint again, you need to sand every edge Mm. of everything on the second coat um, before you can paint, otherwise it will bleed through. That was a very harsh lesson. He was correct. So I learned never to do that again. So when we did things in your rooms like striping, I made sure that the paints were all level and Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have to sand over them again. So yeah, since I was young, I've always done my own rooms. And then, yeah, I just love color and I love painting. I just think it warms up a house and you make it your own. So does no scrubbing come from grandpa or did you? Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, And I think my husband Dean does this on purpose. When you paint, especially with a roller, (laughs) you should not hear the roller against the wall. If you start hearing the roller, you are scraping and scrubbing (laughs) the paint into your wall. You should always have a wet roller do your little X pattern, and as soon as you can hear 
the roller rip against the wall, you're done. Dip it again. <laughs> I said that in the painting episode, and I, I credited yes. it to you. Yes, I uh, remember that. All of my techniques. And I'm really sorry you. because Daddy would have a really good sound effect for that. And I That's don't really true. have a sound effect for that. <laughs> I would so. say that when Daddy's not on the podcast, what people miss the most. I know the sound, sound effects, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, how did you decide what you liked? I feel like that's a thing that a lot of people have problems with is they go into a space and they're like, I don't know what to do. And I feel like I learned from you that you just like do things that you like. Yeah. You, you know, you're always looking at, um, your magazines, you're watching television. Um, I forever, one of my favorite things is going to home shows going to open houses like a lot. You probably don't have this in New York, but in most cities, um, they have tours of neighborhoods. And so they will either open entire neighborhoods or like, especially in historical districts, they will once a year as a fundraiser, you pay $25 and they'll have like 20 houses open. Some are Mm. for sale, some are not. And you can just tour these houses and you can say, oh, I really like that. Or sometimes it's like, that doesn't work. You know, why would they do something <laughs> like that? And then I would just, you know, decide what I want to do. Usually take it from a base idea and then tweak it to fit whatever room I want to put it in. And like I've always told you, paint is $25 a gallon. It's your time. It takes me maybe maybe two hours to knock out a 12 by 12 room. You are an exceptionally fast painter. Well, I am an exceptionally fast painter. <laughs> but, um, you know, and if you go in and you don't like it, you just change it next week. I mean, you know, <laughs> I just, you know, I've just never been afraid of trying new things. And like you did, like you display, showed on the, um, the bedroom episode, you have yeah. a concept of the color you want you always swatch. I mean, always, always, yeah. always swatch until you find the exact right color. And there are certain colors that is an absolute must if you're doing yellows, if you're doing blues. Um, your black was exceptional because yeah. you were looking for a specific black. But it's well worth, you know, especially now. Um, I mean, years ago, you had to buy a quart. Mm. And that was expensive. But now right. they've got the $3 little pots. And that's like... Go nuts. You can have you as know. many of those as you, you want. You can have as many of those as you want, yes. How many rooms do you think you've painted oh in your life? Oh, my God. <laughs> Hundreds. Probably, because you've done it for other Hundreds, people, yes. too. Yes, So, mm-hmm. not only your own homes, but right. other people's homes as yes. well. Yes, yes. I remember going through that 80s sponging phase. Oh, you loved oh, a love the natural sponge. sea sponge <laughs> yes. dipped in some contrasting paint. That's <laughs> for a lot of that, because I think I was doing interior decorating in the yeah. 80s so that was very popular a lot of faux finishes mm-hmm. um and you a lot loved of an, an artificial flower yes if you could get like a silk flower yes <laughs> and then a lot of when especially when you kids were young a lot of it was um um different kinds of scapes you know like right. you know whatever you guys could come up with whatever your favorite theme was we just created those rooms. You know, so. I was thinking recently that you were like 10 to 15 years ahead of being a mom blogger. Yes, absolutely. Because I could th- have been famous if it was popular in absolutely. those Absolutely. Yes. Because if you think about it, like I 
remember very vividly Dylan's nursery. Mm-hmm. It was like that dinosaur theme, mm-hmm. which is a very gender neutral theme yes. applicable to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And you sewed, you also yes. sew, fun fact, um, <laughs> yes. these like, not life size, but like child size, size baby dining. dinosaurs Coming hatching up eggs, eggs. Yes. in a dinosaur <laughs> nest. Yeah, like what the fuck? Who does that? Um, turns out, like not many people. But now those are the people who are on yes. competition shows, and Absolutely. those are the people who are bloggers and yes. like Instagram yes. famous. And I'm also what I find is about five years ahead of the color of the year. Mm. You know, it's like yeah. the, the purple that I painted our master bedroom in this house five years ago, last year was the color of the year. And it's always <laughs> that way. When I was doing the teal and brown, oh, you yeah. know, five years later, everyone <laughs> was doing teal and brown. So, you know, people always look at our house like, oh, really? And then, you know, then again, years later, they see it in a magazine and go, oh, wow. Yeah, I remember she did that in her house. So, yeah. So I'm never quite on time mm. with things, but I, I know what I like and you just kind of go for it. I have a friend who posted recently in an Instagram story, like, oh, this is my favorite color palette right now. She's a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. And um, it was 2019. And I texted her back and I was like, that was the color of my mom's house in 1999. <laughs> it was the like eggplant purple oh, and the, the green, the, the green and the burnt orange. And I was like, oh my God, mom knew like 20 yeah. years too early. Yeah. And I remember that we had that in, of course, again, tip, if you are in a home of any kind, you move three colors around the main living space. You do love a three color situation. I do. Um, I like the three colors to move around the walls of every space in your house that you can see in one location. For instance, if you have an open concept home, um, you should pick a very neutral color, a deeper shade of that neutral color, and an accent color. Hmm. And the lightest color should go in your hallways, if you have hallways. The neutral color should be um, in like your cabinet walls or walls where you have a lot of furniture. And then I always say your deepest color should go on window walls Hmm. because it blends um, the indoors and brings it all in because it kind of washes away. Interesting. So, yeah. And then, but I remember that that purple, green, and burnt orange. Yeah. Um, I moved around the house, and we ended up on the fireplace, and the fireplace pillars were the green, and the inside of the, um, the fireplace going up towards the ceiling was purple. And I decided, well, I really didn't like the purple there, so I started the burnt orange, and I worked it, remember, halfway up, kind of? <laughs> And I stopped for some reason. I must have had to chase one of you kids somewhere. And I went back and I said, I love this. (laughs) And I left it that way, just half done. And people would come in and they'd be like, you forgot. Like, are you going to pick one of these and finish it? And I was like, no, it's done. It's perfect. (laughs) And then I found that picture with the gold frame and it had, I can't remember, it was a geometric picture, but it had all three mm. of the colors and I hung it on the fireplace. As and it was just like, it. 
It was awesome. And you're right, nobody appreciated it until like five years later. And now 20 years later, it's back in vogue. There you go. And mm-hmm. actually, when you had when you went to sell that house, you had to totally repaint it. I had it. to totally. And that's no another, that is, this is another tip for people who like color. Um, that was a bit much because <laughs> because it was. It was purple and green and burnt orange. So I agreed. But remember... The first time I painted it all neutral and it just looked awful. It was just so cold <laughs> and dark that I decided I'd go back and I, I painted it more of a taupe, um, which was more acceptable to my mm. being. And um, we never sold it anyway. And so then I went back and I painted it. <laughs> I mean, color. You, you sold it eventually. We don't I did live there it. anymore. Yeah, I did sell it eventually. <laughs> but I don't believe, for instance, this house is in... A very neutral taupe, um, a darker shade of taupe, and then what would you call it? The blue is kind of a, like it's not royal blue and it's not teal. It's like aqua maybe? It's a very sharp blue. Ooh, sharp is a good word. And I get comments all the time when people come in that just it's just a stunning color and people mm. love it. Yeah. I would never paint another house to sell it. Because I just, I feel like, you know, if you don't like the color, paint it. Yeah. But there are some people who walk in and say, oh my God, don't touch a thing. You know, just let me just move into this house because of the color. So don't, don't listen to realtors who tell you that you should paint. It should be clean. Absolutely. It should be clean and spotless, but don't paint. Don't go neutral. See, maybe you could just start a blog now. It's not too I know, late. I know. You could be like the anti-stager. Right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So. Do you remember what my like first craft was or when I started like doing that sort of stuff? Was I always into that sort of stuff? Or? I th- I'm trying to remember if you just were into it or... It was always like I was always doing something and mm-hmm. some things you would find really interesting. Like, you know, I sewed a lot of your clothes. Right. I always sold sold our theme costumes. Right. I also thought that all the kids got homemade oh, Halloween yeah, yeah. costumes every no. year and it turns out that is not correct and either. they were and they were complicated oh <laughs> some because of them were <laughs> also we were allowed to pick kind were of allowed whatever to pick we your wanted, costumes. right? Yeah. So like we said absurd shit, not understand it. Like, I don't know why you didn't beat the shit out of us because it was so annoying. I would be like, um, I want to be this made up superhero that I just came up with right now and let me draw it and you can just like make it. Yeah. Yeah. And we did a lot of that. I think it was, um, I always had theme birthday parties for you. Also true. So when you were very, very young, um, I would pick up the theme, obviously. I mean, you were... You were very verbal, very young. So I Shocking. knew what yeah. <laughs> I knew what your favorite thing was at that time. Um, and you would have input. You would say, Well, I you know, I really want to have this kind of birthday party. But I think the first crafty one that I really remember for you was the hats, the flower hats. Do you remember that? Oh my God, yes. So I don't know why you picked that theme. It was a very... They were like for dolls, right? There was yes. something about dolls. Yes. Was that the one where there was like the Barbie cake? Yes. Okay, yeah. so it was some then, sort of like doll Barbie And the game. hats matched the Barbie cake doll hat. Right. 
Um, so I bought them all these huge wide brim straw hats and we brought all kinds of ribbons and flowers. Yeah. And um, I also have a rule that you only invite the number of children for the age you're turning. Oh, yeah. So when she was, for instance, three, she got to invite three friends to her party. And when she was four, she got to invite four friends. I am not a believer in inviting your entire class. Totally <laughs> unnecessary. Absolutely unnecessary. Oh, my God. You should start a mom. <laughs> so um, I think that's, you know, you would pick out a theme and I mm -hmm. would try to find a craft to associate with that. Right. Um, I will also tell you this only works with girls. I tried it once for Dylan. Mm -hmm. um, remember the cowboy theme party he had when he was about three? I do. And I, we bought black and white bandanas and I bought colored, oh, yeah. I bought colored pens for them to color in their bandanas. Right. And we they each had a little cowboy hat and um I, the, he had three boys that came, and it lasted two minutes. It was a disaster before they started throwing shit at each other. <laughs> and I said, that's it. Go outside and play. I put all the crafts away and fed them, and that was over. So oh, he man. never got another craft party. We have to start socializing boys so they like crafts. I know. crafts I are for understand. everyone. I didn't understand how they couldn't. They obviously were not as patient as the girls were. Mm, but Maybe that was yes. it. Yeah. But I think the other, I don't know, can you remember any of your other parties? Like my favorite, favorite of your parties was the 50s poodle skirt party. I remember that party very vividly. <laughs> because you made those poodle skirts. I made poodle You skirt. made poodle skirts for us. Um, I remember you got this like box mm -hmm. full of like the party themed stuff, and that came with like one activity, yeah, right? It did. I can't remember. The I activity can't remember for also. That. I also remember. So you always made themed cakes yes. as well. Yes. Um, I'm also a cake decorator. <laughs> Jesus Christ, mom. <laughs> Um, yeah, you also made cakes, and that year the cake was a record, and it was, it was. absolutely beautiful. But black food coloring tastes like awful. garbage, it's awful. and the whole cake was covered yes. in it, and that was difficult. But yeah. it wasn't like that you had failed; it was just that right. the concept the was a failed one. Yeah, yeah it was. It <laughs> That's was. why I remember that party. I do. I remember the doll party. Um, I remember. One year, I was a little bit older, and we did, like, book characters. Everyone came yes. dressed as their favorite book character. Yes. Um, yeah, and then uh, as I got older, though, I, like, kind of stopped having friends, and so it became <laughs> difficult to have birthday parties, but, now, I you mean... St you stopped having birthday parties pretty young, like, 12, maybe, Yeah, was your probably. That's when I stopped, like, hanging out with people yeah. is the thing, yeah. but... But what yeah. about your your rooms? Do you remember picking out the things? Oh my in god! Your rooms? So how far back can I remember? I definitely remember when we lived in California. I had that like neon mm -hmm. room, and I don't think exactly it was a beautiful room. What the theme was, but you did like some insane um, yeah. paint like paint situation. Um, we did a we did a, a we did a. Um, a teal, a very bright teal, and a very bright green. And in mm -hmm. the middle of the room, like chair railing, I did a, maybe like a, a four or five inch border. Yeah. So the back of the border was all white. And then I did a pattern throughout there that I painted. Because you also believe in painting patterns because yes. you've been scarred by wallpaper in the past. Yeah, I, 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 told, I do not 
Like, well, I, <laughs> I bought a house once that was, it was wallpapered from floorboard. I even had rooms that had wallpaper on the ceiling. That's very in now. Again. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> For, uh, and much of the um, wallpaper was this grass paper oh. that was just horrible. And it was put up in the day where, you it know, was it was like glued, glued, massive yeah. glue. It was a horrible, horrible experience. So, yes, for many years I painted, hand-painted my own patterns on walls. But that's also, like, something that is within your ability yes. to do. Yeah. You're very skilled at that yeah. and have a very steady hand. So, yeah, you. it was like a squiggle yes. and there were and some there were dots in up it. And, down. and I actually remember complaining about the color of the squiggle and you had been painting like all day it was like the night and I was getting ready for bed and I was like I want that to be purple instead and just you being like for fuck's sake (laughs) and you did it you made it purple you should have just like slapped I remember we went to and I can't remember what we did first because I always tell people to buy your bedding first and then Mm -hmm. match your walls to your bedding and your bedding, I don't remember if you remember that, but the duvet was, it matched the colors of the wall. And so... And it was like a, that tie-dye pattern, It was right? a tie-dye pattern. So you would have one color on the top of the duvet, a different color mm-hmm. on the bottom. And then I created the trim for it for the third color. And oh. you could flip it back and forth. And your shams matched. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I used to make your bedding, too. And there was probably also a bed skirt. You made bed skirts yeah. like no one's yeah. business in the 90s. Yeah. That's actually why I can't have a bed skirt now <laughs> is because when I think of bed skirts, I think of um, that guest room in your house that was yellow and it had the Georgia O'Keeffe print in it yeah. and there was that bed skirt on it. And yeah. It's just too early 2000s for me. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, and then I... We moved here and I had the candy room and so it was like all pastel Mm -hmm. colors and I picked, you like painted a massive vat of chocolate on one wall and it was that metallic. Yeah. And then we got, um, I wanted it to look like candy was spilling onto the bed. So you did a gumball machine behind the bed with the candy in paint that then transitioned into a polka dot chenille bedspread. Yes, I remember that bedspread. Um, and then we had shelves. We put up white shelves, yes. of just maybe, I don't know, maybe two feet from the ceiling. And we lined them with empty boxes of candies and yeah. sweets and your favorite cereals. And and you bought me like a mini gumball machine out of a catalog yes, back when I you remember used to have that. to buy things out of catalogs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and I think there was real candy in there that I, I think was there allowed was. I think to sometimes have. Yeah. Um, I think we filled it with peanut M&M's because peanut M&M's are way more satisfying than gumballs. Um, And then what did I do after that? I feel like there was... Remember the striped wall? Yes. (laughs) Jordan. Okay, now this was Jordan's idea. And she was decades ahead of her time. It was the first (laughs) horizontal stripe wall. I don't even know where you had got the idea from. Because I was obsessed with that bedspread. I mm. wanted like a $300 bedspread. Yeah. Where did I find it? Probably a catalog. Probably You a always catalog. got all of those catalogs yeah. too. Like if there was a bedding catalog, you got yes. it. And I found yes. one. And I can't believe, I used to love a pastel. I cannot think now about like having pastels <laughs> in my home. But I used to love a pastel. And so this thing was like pastel yellow and purple and blue and green and I wanted it so badly and you were like I don't want to buy a $300 duvet for a child but you did 
Yeah. Um, yeah. To my credit, all of that furniture in there, though, came from a garage sale, and we got yes. a screaming deal yes, on it. Yes, we did. Um, and so that room was such a weird shape. Yes. And the biggest wall in the room was... It had to be 18 feet. It was so long. Yeah. Um, but also it had this massive dresser and mirror on mm-hmm. it. So the pattern was kind of broken up. Yeah. But I wanted that wall to match the right. bedspread. Right. And then I think everything else we did solid. I can't remember which color we I think chose. We did. I think we did a couple colors, but most of it was, it was all solid walls. Did you tape that off? Is that what you did? Um, I believe I rulered it off. Okay. Um, and then you just freehanded the line. And then I line. freehanded the line. Yeah. Jesus, man. Yeah. Because I, you know, I, if you if you do use tape, it's cool. Uh, but we live in <laughs> it's Arizona. It's fine, I guess. <laughs> it's Arizona. And um, we have textured walls. There's no such thing as a flat wall always in bleeds. Arizona. And it bleeds. I don't care what you do to the tape. I don't care if you use the frog tape. I don't care if you use the blue tape. It will bleed. So what I typically did was I either just straight lined it myself or I taped it. I would paint really super close to the line, but would not go over the tape. Mm. And then I would freehand the solid line because you, it would just bleed anyway. Right. So, and I'm, uh, you think Jordan's a little OCD about perfection. <laughs> I, my lines have to be perfect. My corners, if I bump up two shades of paint up against oh, the corner, yeah. it must be perfect. <laughs> My ceilings must have perfectly straight lines. That's why we let you do all, all of the, the cutting, cutting in. in. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know where I, I don't, I think it's because I just paint so much that I just taught myself to cut freehand with both hands. Also because I was lazy about moving the ladder constantly. <laughs> so you have to lean one way with one hand and one way with another. And that's, I just, I just figured out how to do it. So, yeah. And then after, was that when I transitioned to the gray room? After I that? think it must have been. Did that destroy you? Just no, like a uh, little bit? it was, um, I thought it was boring, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I always, always let you guys yeah. change. And then also people thought I was bizarre because I would let you change your room every year. Mm-hmm. Like you would grow out of it. Sometimes they lasted maybe two years. Yeah. But that was pretty much it. Well, I think two years was the longest any particular room lasted. Um, so I knew it was not going to last. So it was fine. <laughs> and I think that's when I finally started teaching you to paint. Yeah, I, I rolled a little bit in that yeah. one, I want to say. Um, because I, for some reason, there was like a store that I really liked the color of. Okay. <laughs> and so I decided I wanted it to be gray. I decided I wanted it to be that gray. And we went in with paint chips, if yes, you remember. We and we were like, I'm sorry, this is what we're doing. And the person working there was like, I don't get paid enough for this. And yeah. Left. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, we like... Yeah, to that color. And yeah, we tended to. I I was painting so much in those years that, um, and I I think you've mentioned this before. I am a Home Depot Bear fan. Totally, always have always always have used it. I think it's the best paint ever, and it's so reasonably priced. Um, I was in there so often that they gave me the whole paint fan. If yeah. you, if you don't know what the paint fan is, it is the entire color, the set of colors available. Um, for the full year. 
Um, and so we had every swatch that was imaginable. But sometimes we would find, we would find fabric. Yeah. Or we would find something that we were trying to match. And I couldn't get close enough. And they were doing color matching at the time. And so we would just take the object in and have them color match. Yeah. So I think we did a lot of that before that was a thing to do. Mm. Yeah. Because they weren't so precise in you those invented days. Color. That's true. <laughs> they were not. When I color matched um, our black for the bedroom, I was really surprised because I remember How good paying, they are now. Yeah. I remember color matching not being great. No, it was not. In the day, it was not. But it is far advanced now and they're actually very good at it technology man Mm -hmm. exactly and then I went to college and there was one year I didn't do like we didn't paint anything in college um we didn't do anything super crazy it was pretty minimal but I was living in Boston it was mad cold Mm -hmm. um and I decided I wanted a flannel bedspread if you remember and I was looking everywhere and I was getting really like cabiny red flannel and that wasn't the look that right. I wanted I just like flannel is a fabric flannel flannel is not a pattern right um, right and so I wanted something that was going to be really warm and really soft but that didn't look like garbage right and so you were like we'll just sew that yeah like whatever <laughs> that's did it fine. on your winter break or something yeah I yeah. mean you did it I like went yeah. to Joanne's with you and picked out the fabric and then immediately became yeah. disinterested in it yeah. Um, and we would, didn't we, uh, that's kind of patchwork together, isn't it? Multiple. Right. So we found out patterns. the size of a full size bedspread, whatever it was. And it turned out that we couldn't buy fabric in that way. Right. Right. Um, and so what we did was we picked, I picked gray, believe yeah, it, it was or not. Gray, but it was a very pretty. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, and we found a bunch of different flannel patterns yes. in those colors. Mm-hmm. And we did, we did like four pieces on the front with a border. That's right. And then the back was in two pieces because That's you didn't right. want there to be a seam down the yes, middle. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I remember that. And that I'm it's no longer... Very soft. It was very soft and it was mm-hmm. very warm. It's no longer on my bed because we finally got a queen size bed, mm-hmm. but I did keep it because it, okay. it's an heirloom piece. It is an heirloom piece. <laughs> um, I don't know who I'm going to give it to, um, but... You know. It will be worth a lot. Oh man, hopefully. Eventually. And then yes. I can just sell it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> We are we are not um, keepers of things. No, we are not. Keepers we do not. Of we are things. not collectors. We enjoy what we have, and when we're done enjoying, it gets passed on to someone else for enjoyment. That's true. Maybe I did get that from you. Maybe mm-hmm. you were kind of an OG mim- minimalist as yeah, well. Yeah. Yes, I've never. We've never collected. You did though. Remember the perfume bottles you yeah. were into at one point. I've at times had collections. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what attracts me to them is like the unity of it, the like mm-hmm. pattern of it. But I'm not, the older I get, the more I realize I'm not a things person, right. you know, mm-hmm. that, um, I don't even really like hold memories in things. Yes. And so having a bunch of perfume, like I wouldn't want to create a place in my home that I could display right. a bunch of perfume bottles now, right. you know, exactly. like they were all beautiful they were. and I liked picking them out and I liked looking at them, but I don't even wear perfume, honestly. Right. Yeah. I just thought they I were cool. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and yes. I like I liked that I could say, oh, there are like ten of these or whatever, but they had no emotional value to me. Right. And I absolutely got rid of them and never right. thought about them. Yes, again. very quickly. Yeah. Yes. So um 
Yeah, I, we've never, we're not things people, no, we're, we're just, not. we're just like looking at nice things, I yes. think is, and exactly. like creating space, I yes. guess. Yes, creating comfortable spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, we have very different design styles. Yes. I would say that at times we have even been directly at odds, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when I was younger. And like, you always let me do what I want, but there were many times when you did not like what True. was happening True. or like what I was choosing. Yes. Um, you were a huge, like light wood, like ash and maple yes. fan yeah. for a really long time. And I was always a dark wood dark. person. Yes. Um, I would say I was more into color when I was younger and now mm-hmm. I'm a, I don't think I'm subdued, but I think relative to you, yes. I am subdued. Yes, you would never go as bright as I go. Although the green that you picked for the kitchen is a very warm sage that's color. That's more of a color than the rest of the house. That's true. I think I don't dislike color, but you like to mix color yes. a lot. Yes. Like when we were painting the garbage chair that Donnie now yes. uses as his desk chair, yes. you would have painted every single one of those spindles a, a different, different color. color. I would have. And you tried to do that. And I was like, no, mom, it's one color. And then we're going to have an accent color. <laughs> yes, I totally would have done every spindle a different color. Or right? like, I think... Yeah. In my living room, my living room would not be just taupe if it were your living room. It could be kind of taupe, but there right. would be but, there would be an accent wall. But it's not. But if in your space though, because it is so small, um, you have a lot of color. Your rug, your yes. settee, your bookshelf. I mean, are all vivid, vivid colors. So it works very well with the color you picked for your walls. I think that's more me. I'm not. I don't think I like to mix color on the walls, mm-hmm. but I think individual pieces can yes. be different colors and kind of all come right. together. But I like the unified look of a room being all one color, yes. I think. It's like m- my furniture, for instance, my living room furniture has to match. Mm. So, you know, so we have the couch and we have the chair we specifically picked out to match the couch and the rug. And it picks up the colors of the rug. But I do have very colorful walls, whereas you yes. have individual pieces. I mean, everything yes. is different. It all fits together, but nothing is a set. Yeah, you you like a theme and you I like do. repetition. Yes. And I like it to look like I've found these things yes. over the course of a period of time. Exactly. Um, and so I would never have two matching chairs, for right. instance, whereas like you like the look of like all yes. of my bar stools are the same bar yes, stool. Exactly. You know? um, <laughs> right. And also I, I will put it out there not to shit on you, but <laughs> you did not want me to paint that bedroom black. I did not. I thought the room was far too small for black. I was wrong. Which you is did. why we had one great. black wall for a long time. I was like, my mom yes. knows about this shit. I don't know. Yeah. No, but I, you I, were right there. It turned out very, to, very nicely. I needed to really forge did. ahead on my own. You did. You did. And, you and I did. I was then. really proud of myself, too, because I have never edged a whole room before. I have definitely been in situations where you've asked me to paint a straight line and ended up painting on the ceiling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I killed, it. Job. I killed it. I killed it. Fabulous. <laughs> Which goes to show you when you really want to do something, you ignore what people tell you and you go and you do it. Because if you ended up hating it, 
Next you just week, paint it again. you paint it again. You just paint it again. But you love it. You absolutely I love, it. love it. It's the best so, room in the house, for sure. Yeah, so that's great. Lesson learned. <laughs> I know a lot. I don't know everything. Isn't that the point of being a parent, though? That you like True. let your child out to out, make their own let him go, decisions? Let him go. 18, you're out. You never come back. It worked. <laughs> For those of you That's still true. living with your parents, think about it. <laughs> Expand your horizons. Leave the nest. And then your parents will just come to your apartment over and over and tell you to paint it until yeah. you do. Yes. And now, but to, to really, I mean, honestly. It was the right choice. It, it's a completely different space it now. Is, you walk in and you feel like you're walking into a home. And that's I think yeah. that's why I love color so much. It's because it just makes you feel good. Yeah. It truly just makes you feel, you know, at home. It makes you feel like it's yours. It's just, it, I th- it was transitioning when yeah. you painted your apartment. Changed the whole thing. It did. Yeah. I mean, it looks, it's a home now. It's your home. It's your personality. So, yeah. Yeah, it was the right thing to do. It was totally sure. the right thing to do. Now we're on the uh, new light fixture slash ceiling fan. Oh, argument. <laughs> ceiling fans. As Jordan, I don't know where you got the aversion to ceiling fans. Okay, I so truly don't. First of all, ceiling fans are objectively ugly. Not, I mean, look at the styles they have available now. Okay. In the, in the year, yeah, it was. They are <laughs> ugly, but I have some beautiful fans. My living room fan is awesome. I will say I like Dylan's fans Dylan's a lot. Dylan's fans I'm, are very contemporary. I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan of a clean line fan. Yes. Um, I think sometimes I associate the like bowl you, of a fan yes. with suburbanness yes. or the those tulip bulbs. Oh, oh yeah. I hate the things. Yes. And this is tying in really well with the episode I just did with Dylan as well <laughs> okay. when we were talking about ceiling fans. <laughs> so there are like. Um, Schoolhouse, which is the company where I got the shade for my grow lamp in the yes. bedroom and my $88 shams, nice. um, has some beautiful $500 ceiling fans. And that's not a bad price. It's okay. a little, I mean, you can, uh, honestly, if for functionality in your space alone, it's going to totally improve the environment. But, but you have to find one that you like. Hear me out. So we have boob lights right now. Yes. They ha- they're awful, objectively. Mm-hmm. They have very wide bases, mm-hmm. though. If we pull those down and we put a fan up and the ceiling isn't painted under there, are you going to paint my ceiling? Yeah. Are you going to paint the ceiling in the whole fucking apartment? We won't have to. They'll have the ceiling paint. We'll How will we know borrow... what the ceiling paint is? Because they paint the ceilings. You want me to just call my there. super and be yes. like, give me the ceiling paint? Yes. He probably would, honestly, probably to would. avoid like asking why I need yeah, it. Yeah, you're not asking him to paint it. Just say, I need the ceiling paint. I got to touch something up. And he'll give you the ceiling paint, and I'll fly out, and we'll do it. All right. Maybe next year okay. is the year. All right. Or another fabulous idea is okay. to get one of those medallions that you could put up first and then put the fan up against that. Do you think that we could find a medallion that would be... Like, I, I'm imagining a medallion, but I'm imagining a very ornate one, and I don't think that would be mm-hmm. what I want. It would depend on the fan. We'll have to look. Okay. But I bet we could find one. Okay. We'll look around. There's always a solution. <laughs> there always. is always a solution. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Donnie is not here, but... When I told him that I was going to be coming to do this episode, the only thing he said was, you have to ask your mom what her favorite Donnie's Decor Corner was. 
Now, I made a list of these yeah. just so everyone knows because we're not just like pulling out of our asses 56 Yeah, I episodes. said there's been so many. I don't remember exactly which were his. I'll first, put them in the show notes as okay. well so that everyone can know what you're choosing okay. from. Um, first of all, I love Donnie's Decor Corner. First of all, I just think the name is incredible. She's saying that because he's listening to, right now. I would have to probably steal it if I was going to go into decorating again. <laughs> But um, as I go through the list, I think, and I think I just enjoyed this so much when they were talking about it, is naming your bedroom paint Gravitas. <laughs> I just thought it was a perfect name for how much you both enjoy that color. Does it make you jealous that you have made so many custom paint colors over the course of your life. And, and I've never named, named any them. Of them. I never th- I never even thought of naming them. Will you do it next time? I'll try next time, yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I've never thought about it. But you've probably but made... how many paint colors did we create? Right. I mean, you could many. probably have your own paint line now. I probably could. Yeah. Just so far ahead of my time. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment 26. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below. And follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time.